0: On this episode of the Autumn Winbacks, we break down the top 10 most likely quarterbacks to take the Raiders' first snap next season. Got a bunch of Raiders news. The Raiders officially release Derek Carr, and we play Fuck Mary Kill with Raiders free agents. And we love when you subscribe, rate, and comment on whatever platform you're listening on. All right, here we go. I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into nightmares. The Raiders. Caught! touchdown Raiders! you're listening to the autumn windbags an audio attack from the silver and black here are your windbags rj clifford and juan soto yeah it is another episode of the autumn windbags rj clifford juan soto let's have some fun today a uh, big awesome thank you to uh, a good friend dare i say best friend of the autumn windbags uh sanjeet t for filling in for me last week or you filled in for me he filled in for you There's a lot of filling he grew yeah there's a lot of filling back and forth but um well, awesome well. show great job listening to the whole thing he's always awesome <laughs> gotta have him on way more often again like now that we're in the off season we'll have more time for guests more guest-driven stuff so uh expect Sanji to be in rotation Standard rotation as always.
1: Yeah, man. He's a kick-ass, dude. He's very generous with his time too. So thank you very much, Mr. Sanji. He's
0: done a lot of good, he's done a lot of things for us behind the scenes you guys don't know about for no reason. Like we hadn't we did not know each other before dude, we, started doing this. we talked the Dude, the first time we
1: talked to him, the first time we talked to him, he's like, Oh, you guys are cool, man. Yeah, I'll help you guys out. I'll shout you guys out. And he, he did some cool things what? behind the scenes he didn't have to.
0: Um yeah, on yeah, top really, of just being really fantastic awesome. at what he does. So um, I'm sure all you guys are already. Subscribe to his channel. But if you haven't, do it. Uh still a little jet lagged, so I may need you to bring the energy, Soto. I was in Australia all weekend. Australia. And uh Australia is so I used to think that Australia jet lag wasn't that terrible because it's so far on the other end of the planet. You're only like Sydney is only like five hours the other way. Because it's so far the other way, right? Like going around. Mm-hmm. But we were in Perth, which is on the other side of the continent, and we were like 14 hours behind
1: yeah and so australia like, is fucking huge don't your maps, your globes i have been lying to you australia yeah. is fucking massive
0: how like antarctica is like bigger than africa but australia is a skinny little line it's like no it's it's a, big, not, it's, a, it's, it's a big it's a big fucking it's, continent and when you go from sydney east coast to perth perth west coast you think you got it figured out but you don't luckily i have my uh my jet lag medicine his elixir his magic elixir mm-hmm. very special concoction i don't want to tell you what it is but uh Heavy on the cock. Yeah. Heavy, heavy cock. Well, it makes a very very limp cock if you drink a lot of it. But yeah. it'll cure a lot. Of, it'll, it'll 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 burn warts off of the mules. It's that that pungent. Uh but more importantly, we're back, so let's do some shit. Question of the day, and we'll put this pin down in the comment section. Very curious what you think. This is gonna be a running segment until we get our guy. Who is the Raiders week one starter next season? Who do you think it's gonna be? Week one. Now, listen how I po- uh, pose the question. Very first snap of week one. Who's it going to be? Because it could be different, right? There's a situation where maybe we draft somebody, but we have Stidham, you know, start while he waits, or, yeah, you know, Jacoby Brissett's a backup, and the starter gets hurt. Like, there's, you know, very specific how I ask this question. Who takes the very first snap under center in week one for the Raiders and Soto and I made our list of top 10 guys that we think it most likely for that to be not who we want, not who we think is smartest, just most likely situationally. Yes. Based on the information we have now, and that information changes week to week, right? Just last week, Tom Brady would have been maybe top three on this list. You retired was, number one to me, maybe not right. Potentially number one for Soto. Um, now it's completely off the list, right? So Mm -hmm. this list is going to be a running list for us, and it will change. It's a a living document. It's like the U.S. Constitution. It's constantly evolving um, as we go along. So, all right, from least likely to most likely, top 10. Number 10, Jacoby Brissett.
1: He's on the list because he has some familiarity with Josh McDaniels and his system. It was only one year, I believe, before they traded him to um, Indianapolis uh, after Andrew Luck retired. I think it was. Um, he's shown to be a serviceable quarterback. The th- last year, the Browns were better with him than with uh, Watson. Yeah. Um, I just, I think it's a long shot. I don't, I don't really, I don't think that's going to be very likely. Something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah, it's like uh, snap, right? uh, like he was brought in to be
0: like a backup and someone got hurt. Like that's the only way I see yeah, him yeah, taking yeah. a week one snap is like yeah. he's there for depth and someone got hurt. Uh but like but he's on the list cuz he knows the system and Josh McDaniels that's his biggest claim to fame, right? Knows the system yeah. better than everyone but like five quarterbacks and that's it.
1: <laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah, five quarterbacks. Uh
0: number 9, the only quarterback that the Raiders currently have on their roster. That's the only reason he's on this list. Chase Garbers.
1: He's I think he needs a little bit more seasoning. Um he has to have something, he has to have shown something for um Josh McDaniels to um uh, have kept him around. I just I'm not clear on his level yet. Uh we haven't seen much of him. Hopefully, you know, this preseason we'll see some more and see what we have. Um I mean I would
0: love to see a lot of preseason snaps with Chase to see
1: what we got. Uh, I mean, it it somewhat translates to the regular season. Stidham played lights out in the freaking preseason. And he went and uh, he didn't play, you know, too too much worse than that. Uh, I think Chase
0: Garbers is in one of those situations where it's like, if he's starting, something went wrong. But what Chase has above Brissett is something that Adam Hill brought up two weeks ago. And if the Raiders tank... Then Chase Garbers is going to be the starting quarterback, right? If The Raiders are like, okay, we're tanking. Let's see. And what we, he's cheaper. You know? And he's yeah, cheaper. Uh, yeah, he's, well, he's he's on the roster, right? Like he's on a rookie. Yeah, he's, already, know, like, he's already
1: under a shitty contract. You got him.
0: So. See what he's got, right? You're risking nothing, you know. Like that's. So he's number. He's above J- Jacoby se He's number nine because if we're tanking, it's probably Chase Garbers that's doing it. It's either something went wrong,
1: or we're tanking. And, and the uh, thing is, is if if we're tanking, do you trust Mark Davis? to not fire you if you're Josh McDaniels and Dave Siegler. Yep. If you go like one in six, they'd have to I'd sell Mark hard and no, and, and they and can sell him all they want. But when the fan base is breathing down his neck, Mark Davis's neck, is he going to stick to it? Or is he going to, you know, pull the trigger? I, I wouldn't bank on him. Not, not pulling the trigger. Number eight. And I think people might be surprised how low this is, but we'll explain why Bryce Young. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, the Raiders are going to move up for Bryce Young. I think they need to win now. I, and it's going to be indicative of a lot of these picks. Uh, if I'm McDaniels and, and Ziegler, we need to start winning now. And I don't know that trading a lot of draft capital now and in the future um, to get Bryce Young is going to happen.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, we'll get to some other rookie quarterbacks that are much higher in this list, but we both agree that it's more likely they're going to fall, or at least semi-fall, to us. Like trading to number one or number three doesn't feel like this what this regime would do. Staying at seven and getting somebody pretty high up on this list potentially, um, you know, maybe moving up slightly to get somebody we like. But I, I, we both, we're both in agreement. Like going up all the way when you've got. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziggler we have to really see something in our number eight and our number seven to make this move. And I, I doubt it. And so yep. that same train of thinking, number seven, CJ
1: Stroud for basically all the same reasons. Yeah, it's um, they have to be sold 100% that out of the, out of the package, this guy is game ready uh, because they have, I mean, they have to win now they have to win this year or else they run a very high probability that they will not get a third year. And I don't know that I'm not saying they're not going to get them, but I don't know that they'll start them right away.
0: And also risking, you know, not risking, but like trading up, giving up draft picks to get a guy high when there's so many holes everywhere else. doesn't seem like the the, the crew. Uh, Number six with well, the reason why we can only use 10 and that qualifies for every single person on planet earth, literally anyone else on planet earth, other than the nine other guys we are going with the field at number six.
1: Someone can get a wild hair up their ass. Uh, mm-hmm. You just never know. It's just, this is the whole wild card part of a wild card, you know? Yeah. The uh, NFL's
0: too crazy not to have just like some crazy rando potentially start know. for the Raiders next. Bro,
1: it, it, it could Second, be Matthew, third, fourth it could round be Matthew Stafford. Right. Yep. You know, it's like, Hey, you know what, Matthew? Making a little bit more money than we would like. Uh, uh, we need to retool, you know, this 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 team, and let's keep Baker and pay him less, and uh, you know, send Matthew Stafford packing. I'm not saying I want him, but that's you know, you just never know what's going to happen. And any who number who would have thought, thought Baker Mayfield would have finished the Rams season as a starter at the beginning of the year? Like we thought Jared Stidham would beat out Derek Carr
0: and take and take snaps, like. And 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 like all and all these crazy trades. And also let's not, you know, let's not second guess the possibility of us drafting a second, third rounder, and the guy beats out whoever we, beats out Stidham or whatever. That's what Car did. Car did, right? Like, totally Car right? I mean, beat out Shab and kept him on the bench. Yeah. So that's literally the other seven billion people on planet Earth at number six. Uh number five, the first big name. Aaron Rodgers, who's currently in a dark black hole. Let's hope, you know, potentially,
1: does he go into the black hole? Um, I I just think that the highest probability right now is that Aaron Rodgers stays with Green Bay or that he wants to stay with Green Bay. I think there's a very small possibility that Green Bay is just like, listen, man, we're just going to move on. We have to pull the court sometime, and now is the time. Uh, so you really can't do that on a back-to-back MVP. So as soon as he shows a little bit of slippage, you can sell that to your fan base. Like, all right guys, you know, we got a great run here. We have a guy that we, you know, Jordan Love, that's gonna, you know, come and kill it. Uh, And then we just get a haul for for Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, I think the most likely scenario here is he goes back to Green Bay, uh, but I think it's still a higher probability than any of the others.
0: And that's the thing, right, is I'm going to give you all these reasons why I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback for the Raiders next season, but he's still number five on our list, right? I, like, that shows you how big the drop-off is from, you know, four to five. Because, look, I, I, obviously the, the the big reasons why people think it's possible is Devontae Adams is here, and, um, you know, does uh, Mark Davis want to make a giant splash with Tom Brady? If you can't get Tom Brady, maybe Aaron Rodgers is your fill-in, right? So, like, there's those obvious connections. Mm-hmm. Well, for everything you said, plus Aaron Rodgers is going to cost so much money. You don't know how long he's going to play, right? Are we going to are we going to trade a first and a second so he plays one season and then retires? The so uh, most likely to that I, Um, well, well, him, him and Josh McDaniels look like they would just be personality wise, just butt heads ridiculously. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to butt heads with whoever he coaches with, like whoever whoever's in the organization is going to butt heads with, right? Done deal. Like that's just how Aaron Rodgers is. So, uh. Hey, still a possibility. And I would be, you know, I, I won't lie. All the negatives about having Aaron Rodgers come to Las Vegas, I would still stand by, but if that actually happened,
1: still a I top five would, quarterback I, in the league, dude. Like
0: my, my plums would fill. Like, I'd be I mean, like, okay, dude. I I shouldn't be excited. It's like getting Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders would be like going to a strip club and thinking you're gonna get laid. Like that excite you like in the in your mind, like your logical mind knows you're not taking the stripper home and banging her but you can't help but get excited at the possibility.
1: It's funny that you say that you use that analogy because I'm going to use that one later. But yeah, I think I think if if I were to trade for Aaron Rodgers, I would heavily protect that second year draft pick. I would make it con- conditional that he plays that you get a high pick. If not, you get a shit pick.
0: Uh, number four, Anthony Richardson. Back to the rookies.
1: Yeah, I think the most likely scenario is that we either we stay at seven or we even maybe trade back a little bit um, and are able to still draft Anthony Richardson later in the first round. I don't think that he's going to be a top 10 pick. Um, It just seems like there's always these different wild cards that jump out at you, like an offensive lineman or a a flashy corner or or, um, an edge rush or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um be- even if we do draft him, I still think we're, we're not going to roll with him right away. Again, something would have to have gone really wrong if Anthony Richardson is the plan from the get-go to be our number one. I, I would
0: I would disagree with you that he'd have to like something would go wrong. I can see McDaniel's drafting him and having him, you know, beat out whoever, or not just beat out her, but like, look, let's just get him time. Like maybe our backup's better, our veteran guy, but. I think it's better to get him in there working and getting time. Otherwise I agree with everything you said. I think it's, um, less about Anthony Richardson and, and same thing with our number three option mm-hmm. and more about placement in draft. I don't think Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are falling in love with these guys and they're situational. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we're getting a rookie guy. Let's get it. Let's get a value guy. I, I, that's my gut. I could, we could be completely wrong, but that's my gut. And that leads to number 3 Well, we'll
1: yeah, well, Levis. I think if if we if we sit at seven, and um, you know, we've heard comparisons to like a little bit smaller, maybe even a little bit more mobile Ben Roethlisberger. We're, we've heard uh, you know, maybe like a Josh Allen light. Uh, we've also heard Carson Wentz, <laughs> like you know that t- that type of guy. He plays he plays um. What did say? He plays quarterback like a linebacker, you know? Um, his stats aren't great from Kentucky, but he didn't have much around him. He was running for his, like, legitimately running for his life uh, in, in Kentucky. He didn't really have a from lot. From the best
0: front sevens in
1: college football. God, yeah. He's, every he's freaking SEC week. SEC murderers. Like, every freaking week he was running, running for running his life. His um, you know, so, I mean, if he falls to us, I think that's, probably a little bit more likely that he takes the first snap and that's not to say that we won't get won't get anthony richardson but i do think that will levis is a more likely first snap starter if we get him than anthony richardson is
0: i like i like um i think they're equal there we can disagree on that we can have a discussion later um but i think just more likely pure draft position wise Mm -hmm. will levis kind of fits to where like if it's the he's there at seven that's where we go Right? I think, I so. think that's kind of kind of where it is uh number two pretty high jump there's a really high jump from yeah there's a big drop off from other to three. from aaron Rodgers to richardson and a really big jump from will levis to our number two jared stidham
1: yeah i just think that um it's just comfort level i think that um mcdaniels knows what he has with stidham i think he can work with him uh, and I think that he he's confident that getting a little bit more attention throughout the season, um, he's going to be able to identify things a little bit easier and not be so turnover prone. But man, he made some good plays, man. He, he was electric out there. He made some big plays. Uh, but yeah, it's um, I think he's pretty likely, uh, even if we do draft a, a rookie quarterback, I think it's still pretty likely that that Stidham uh, Stidham starts day one.
0: I think he's up at number two uh, primarily because I think it's almost guaranteed. He's on the roster next season, even though he's technically mm. a free agent, he's so much more valuable to Josh McDaniels and the Raiders than any other team. He played well in those two games, but not so well where a quarterback hungry teams like, Oh, let's try this guy as our starter, right? Like they mm. don't, there's no other team. I don't. If, if you, if you disagree, let me know, but I don't think any single team is like, let's go on Jared Stidham as our starter. I think they kick the tires and, maybe put him in a quarterback competition, but they're not thinking starter at a stint. I mean, he just didn't play enough last season.
1: Um, yeah, he didn't show enough.
0: So he's going to be on the team. And like you said, he could fit in for multiple reasons. He could be um, a guy. He could start week one because we drafted a rookie and he's developing. He could be the number one guy. Cause you dropped him. We picked him up as a, as a backup and the, uh, the starters hurt and we get to number one. <laughs> Those two themes go together. Um, or he could straight up potentially beat out another veteran quarterback um, on the roster in training camp. So mm-hmm. um, again, he's other than chase Garbers. He's the only other guy on this list that are like, all right, he's probably on the team next season. He's almost for sure on the team next season, right? Like what, what do you think? 90% chance he's on the, t- on the roster. I think 95% chance. 90, 95. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just, it just, it just makes too much sense for him to be in with Josh McDaniels. They just, they just,
1: his chance uh, to start with the Raiders is a lot higher anywhere else because he knows the system. Mm-hmm. McDaniels is comfortable with them and the team's comfortable with them.
0: Number one, most likely in our eyes, not who we want, not who we're planning on, but not the best quarterback, but the number one most likely quarterback to take the week one snap next season,
1: Jimmy G, Mr. Garoppolo. Jimmy Dayton porn stars Garoppolo, the most handsome man in the business. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's self-preservation at this point. How do I get a veteran quarterback that knows my system, that I'm comfortable with, that's going to be able to win games and not going to cost me a ton of money? Now, if... Let's say Carr signs quickly. Let's say... Um, like the worst case scenario for us is, um, what's his name? Um, Gino Smith signs with the Seahawks, which he's probably going to right away. And they gave him a good, good amount of money mm. car signs pretty quickly. And Garoppolo is the only veteran quarterback really left. That's not good for us. Cause his price is going to shoot way high and um, then it would be a stidum, but I think he's more, the most likely he checks the boxes as far as what a, a a head coach in Joshua Daniels position is going to look for someone I'm comfortable with knows the system has won in the league um, and not going to cost me a ton of money.
0: I uh, I was thinking Stidham one pre-show when we were doing our list, but you did talk me into Jimmy G, so I, I'm sticking with it. Um, but for that, for all the reasons you mentioned, um, been there multiple NFC Championship games, uh, like knows the system. You know what you're getting, and that's the biggest thing. Is out of all these quarterbacks on the list that we just mentioned, you know what you're getting with Jimmy G the most. You know what you're getting, right? It's Obviously, too, they- yeah obviously the knocks are the injuries, right? Which is kind of why I think Sidham could be one. They could both be on the roster. <laughs> Garoppolo can fucking trip on his porn stars, high heels in the bed, blow out his knee. And get you know, the backup starting for the rest of the season, but um, Jimmy G not exciting. A lot of people not blowing a lot of skirts up, but you know what you're getting. And if we load up this offense and he can grab the, uh, the Josh McDaniels offense and the scheme and these players, like, you're supposed to like it's built to potentially do. You can lead. A, he can lead a damn fine offense. Yeah, that's
1: and for what twenty mil a season twenty twenty five. I wouldn't. think if, like if we if we spent more than twenty five a, a mil on on Garoppolo, we got fleeced. Because if if you're gonna spend that much, like it's it's now become a risk reward. Like, is he gonna be that much better of a quarterback than let's say a Jared Stidham? And what does that cost you elsewhere on the team?
0: All right, so that's our list. Top 10 most likely from least to most to take the very first snap of the regular season next season. Number 10, Jacoby Brissett, Chase Garbers, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, other Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Jarrett Stidham, Jimmy Garoppolo. So we're going to keep this list going. Like it's going to be like an active living document. And we're going to come back to this as things change, right? Um, As they happen. Garoppolo could sign somewhere else tomorrow. Um, Bursette could sign somewhere else tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers can retire. We can, you know, some GM can like, you know, blow their cover and say like, oh yeah, we're going all in on Anthony Richardson or whatever, right? So this is our list as of now, February 15th in the year of our Lord, 2023, top 10 most likely quarterbacks to take a week one snap. Yes, sir. Well, the reason why we're having this conversation is the Raiders don't have a starting quarterback. They made it official. The Raiders uh, yesterday, Derek Carr, officially, 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 we all kind of knew it was coming, but officially, released after nine seasons as the Raiders' starting quarterback, came in as a uh, second-round pick, won the starting job, never lost it until the second-to-last week of his ninth season. Um, Now he gone. Uh, The Raiders were unable. Raiders were unable to get a trade for him. We're getting nothing for him. Not even a compository pick. Um, and he'll cost us. Uh, Do you need a
1: compensatory f- pick. Yes,
0: what, did I say? what did I say?
1: Compository. Compos- <laughs> suppository, <laughs> like a suppo- pick? A suppository
0: pick. <laughs> up the pick you you can take your word? pick and shove it right up your ass. It's a suppository.
1: <laughs> God, I'm like, what is that a word? Hey, uh, you're you? you're loopy, bro. It's it's jet all jet right. lag and jet lag juice. I'm losing it. It's a compensatory pick, and no, we're not getting one because we we're not getting.
0: We couldn't trade him. Not getting five. a compensatory pick, um, and he'll cost us a little over five million dollars in in dead cap. Uh, but we are saving the forty million that we would have owed, regardless. So um, the national news about this is: Where's Derek Carr going to go? Right, makes sense, right? Quarterback carousel. Where's a star? You know, uh, a franchise quarterback. New place after nine seasons. Where's it, Where's he going to go? And we'll talk about that when he lands somewhere. Like, you know, he's a Raider. He's he's a Raider. Even the even the people, even the car haters, are like, look, he gave us all for nine seasons. He'll always be a Raider. Unless he's playing the Raiders, I hope he does well. Um, but far more important than where Carr lands is what did we learn from Derek Carr? The jury is still very much out on Dave Ziegler, the Raiders GM. Very much so um so far it's been i i think pretty piss poor how he's been handling things um we'll see how this draft plays out we'll see how he does in free agency this next time uh most importantly who's the starting quarterback next season what are we paying him that's the true i mean if, if you pick if you had to pick one thing to qualify a gm like one thing you want on your resume it's i got a great franchise quarterback like that's number one by far so that's the biggest thing um so what did we learn? What did, if you're Dave Ziegler, if you're Josh McDaniels, if you're Mick Ziegler, right? The two of them. Mm-hmm. What did you learn from this car experiment? Because I think that's, what's most important because those two guys are steering the Raiders ship and whatever they got from this, hopefully they got something positive and they're better from it because it looked like a pretty big fail to have a quarterback of that stature in a court and a desperately quarterback needy league. No trade. No compensatory picks. Um the dead cap isn't that bad. Five million for a quarterback, but still, you know, some dead cap. It it looks like they didn't handle it very well. Mm-hmm.
1: Soto. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I really I, I really would have um preferred not to give him like a full no trade clause. Mm. Um but we don't know what the situ- what the situation was behind the scenes. Uh,
0: it felt like it was like, all right, car, take this super super team friendly deal, and car's yeah. like, okay, I'll do that only if you give me the no trade. That's it, the thing it, is, it you, feels you, you, that way.
1: You 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 got you gave something to, to get something, and and what you got was a way out, a way out clean, a clean way out. Um, that's the first thing is, yeah, that. It's very easy for us to say, "Oh, you should have never given him a no-trade clause." But I mean, what if that's the one thing that he wanted? Okay, I'm I'm 8 years deep in the league and you're still giving me a prove it deal. Um okay, I'll do that, but you're not just going to ship me to to fucking anywhere. You know, you, you, you I'm going to be have some say in where I go. Now, I I fully I fully think that in the in the the gist of the of the deal at the time was we're gonna send you somewhere, but somewhere that you wanna go. In actuality, when everything went down, I think Card did play a little bit butt hurt card and was like, Well, fine, I'm not gonna go anywhere. Uh that that but you know what, that's that's the chance you take by giving them a no-trade clause. As far as um, you know, how how Mick Ziggler handled the whole thing, uh, whether That's it's not- whether it's
0: butthurt or not, it it seemed most logical for him to say no, right? Like like three four weeks ago we're predicting like what's gonna happen. I'm like, I don't see why he would ever accept a trade. Like, why would yeah. you go to a team who's like, okay, we have X amount of things we can give to a quarterback? Why do we why would we also give a second round pick and money when we can wait for him to be a free agent and just do money? Right? Like it
1: it's never that, seemed like that it wasn't was the important. case though, RJ. There's there's no way that the Raiders would have let the Saints talk to Carr unless the saints agreed on compensation beforehand, it was Carr that nixed the whole thing.
0: Yes. In, in, in above board letter of the law, correct. But you can't tell me with a straight face that these agents and GMs and owners weren't talking to each
1: other. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if that's the way it works, dude. I don't know if we would do that for each to each other. Look, 100%. I, I'm sure that you think that way because you want to, you don't want to think that Derek Carr would want, would do that. Stop. I'm telling you right you're now.
0: The, you're the only one that thinks that way with car. Like everything's through the eyes of car. I'm thinking it straight up. Like if I want to get as much as possible, like the, the, the reality you of to
1: another owner, why would you do that? Why would you break your word to another owner? Like you guys are in what the same gonna... fucking group. No, if I'm Derek Carr's
0: agent, all I care about is getting the most for Derek Carr. So I'm going to go to, I'm going to bump into a GM at bars. I'm going to, I'm going to have dinners with GMs and say like, yeah, we're not officially talking, but I'm going to write a number on a napkin. Wink, wink, nod, nod. I think you're naive to think that
1: that doesn't happen with with this much money at stake. I think that I I don't think that this was like something that was pulled over Ziegler's eyes. Like, oh, I didn't foresee this happening. Of course he saw this happening. Mm -hmm. But that's why I think you give Derek Carr the no trade clause as hey, look, we're not going to ship you anywhere you don't want to go. I don't think that the understanding at the time was. Okay, I don't care what you do. I feel you know jilted. I'm not going to let you send me anywhere. Yeah, that's that's what happened because of again. I, I don't know how else in, in 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 the NFL. Only two ways you lose your job: either you retire or you get replaced. That's it. That's it. I, I don't. I don't know what what are you sending an email that calls Roger Goodell a football hating pussy. <laughs> Well, he got replaced. That's what happened. He got replaced. But that's yeah, the thing. Falls, is, falls under the same umbrella. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it just, it just seems like it was a lot more personal of a decision because I really don't, it just sound it just looks like the temperature of the room was different from when they made that deal. than when the actual deal was. Take, take,
0: take, take the, the quarterback, take the teams, uh, take the names out of it. Right just go with player x is going to be released and he has a no trade clause is player x going to get traded or not the answer is always he's going to wait till he's a free agent if you're just thinking just general economic terms and that's what i think applied here and that's that's what i was saying for weeks it's like oh my but god way, i hope wh- i'm wrong why
1: why why even make it then why even have that song and dance then why even do it just can't happen, them.
0: right? Like if someone if, if someone does like, come to a table, that's the thing is right? like you're
1: now you're playing both sides of the fence. No, like. no,
0: no. If Derek Carr went to the Panthers and had some like you know, not Derek Carr, but his agent went to the Panthers unofficially, right? And they weren't supposed to, but hey, they were talking about another player over drinks, and a number came up, and it got brought up to the to the people that be, and they're like, hey, you know, I know you're thinking Saints, but uh, have you tried tried Carolina? Then then a deal could happen. Right, like that's that's my point. It's not. But like, again, why
1: would you why would you wait? Why wouldn't you just wait to be a free agent and sign that deal?
0: That's that was that's my main point. But that's one thing is, is my why would you make
1: that deal and go through this song and dance of letting the Saints talk to him if that wasn't the understanding in the beginning?
0: Because maybe there's wiggle room. Like you, you kick the tires on it. You try to figure it out. Like maybe cars thinking.
1: Um, I don't think they're that inept dude I I just don't I think that there was a different Understanding when this deal was signed And then once everything went down I think there Was some feelings involved and then it changed to something Else when it was ready to be executed
0: Well look the the feelings Are drastically trumped By results so you're like well they're not so inept for, To let that happen well it did happen It did happen we got nothing for car Except for a dead cat pit And so that's that's the end Of results right like that's
1: that's what matters, right? <laughs> like okay, so work, look. Work, here, here's a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All these years, you've been saying, "It's not. It's not the results. It's this. This happened, and that happened, and this was wrong, and that was wrong." But now you're saying it's just the, the bottom line. That's what matters
0: for like the economics of moving marketing no, 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 no. players. Not, I've not, always not, been that.
1: Not, now you're now you're, you're starting to change wording a little bit here. This is a. Re- I've said it from the very beginning. This is a result based business. And if you're gonna take that stance after taking all the stance all these years about Derek Carr and making all these excuses, okay, pick a side. Because I'm willing to I'm willing to jump on your side and say yes, they need to do better. They fucked up royally. Fine. But it has to be it has to be the same. It is the same, and this is why.
0: It's not that we're not holding someone responsible for the results, it's that you're putting all of it on Derek Carr and not acknowledging how. Bad the defense has been, not how bad Josh McDaniels is. It's putting everything on Carr. I'm not making excuses for the losing. It's the results. You're saying, yeah, six win season. Derek Carr was so terrible. You even made an argument that the defense was so bad because of Derek Carr. That's where you start. I start losing it. It's like, yeah, we're six win season. A lot of blame to go around when you win ten games the season before. You got multiple Pro Bowl players, like all Pro Pro Bowl players and only win six games after winning 10 and going to the playoffs. Look, a lot I'm of blame to go around. around. I'm not going to let you do one that.
1: I'm not going to let you do that because Adam Hill, one of our favorite guests came on here and agreed with me that that 10 win season was fool's gold. Like I told you we was smoking mirrors and we freaking made the playoffs you know by that fucking hair on our ass. You know why? Coaching like why? what
0: makes who gets credit and who gets blame for a team Overperforming and underperforming coaching last season we overperformed and rich Pisacia got us to 10 wins. This season we underperformed. Josh McDaniels got us to six wins. Right, right. Co- coaching is literally the, the biggest problem, factor Arjun, is, is in players is your... over or
1: underplaying themselves, right? Okay, look here. Here's the Guess bottom no? line. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is we need to learn. From this whole gar- car debacle, we need to learn from it. Okay, he had potential. He yeah, got you on the McDaniel's it. and coaching thing. Now you're
0: like, okay, let's just no, settle dude. This it's, for that's now. not
1: it because okay. it's fucking ridiculous. You want okay? Let's ridiculous. Address, let's ridiculous that coaching this matters. matters. Okay, tell on. me, coaching do, doesn't do, matter. Do, do, do you want me to answer or not? I can answer it if you want me to answer. Answer my answer the earlier question.
0: Okay, not Hold your own again and I'll answer your question. Coaching got us. To overplay our game, right? right. You agree? We over, our wins when we overplayed our skill level last season, got the ten wins, went to the playoffs. We underplayed our skill level and got to six wins this season. Who is the primary factor in
1: having players over or underplay? Can you agree that it's coaching? Normally, I think normally yes, it would be coaching. If Thanks. you just take a look at a blanket statement, but you have to take a look at a lot of different things on on, on how we made the playoffs last year. That run that we had at the end of the season was very unprobable, un- and it was highly unlikely because we played a lot of backup quarterbacks. They had a lot of COVID situation going on with the teams, a lot of th- things where we didn't play well and still won games. Those things tend to even out over the years. There's a reason why all the experts picked us to win like seven games this year. How how, how on earth can that happen? Because it, it it all these things even out. Now, let me tell you this. The reason why I said our defense got worse or was worse statistically because of our offense and Derek Carr was because of how they played in second halves of games. All right? I already gave the stats out when Adam Hill was here. I'm not going to go over it again. But there was a lot of games last year where our offense, who had the bulk of the cap, the bulk of the talent, let the team down and put our defense in bad positions. So
0: what changed between last season and this season? where the offense started doing that.
1: If if that's what you want to put it on, RJ, I'm not I'm asking you a you. question. No, no, I, I know what you want to hear. It's a and mass- I'm not going to follow you down that route. You will, you will not acknowledge how big of a difference coaching made between last season and this season. Coaching okay. does matter. Coaching does matter. It's, it is a big difference, but you know what? It's the number I watch, one difference. I, I watch coaching tape, RJ, and I see our quarterback playing awful. Playing and what changed terrible. between last season and this season? Bro, if he can't play, he can't fucking play. We talking? It's the
0: second worst season ever for Derek Carr this this season. Something changed for that to happen.
1: There's been a lot of quarterbacks
0: last year who went a first year system and played a lot better. I'm not having a Carr conversation. I'm trying to have a Josh
1: McDaniels conversation. I understand what you're saying, RJ, because that's again, what matters now. Carr, it, it gone. does matter now. It does. Okay, so you want to talk about now? Now this is where we learn. This is where we learn from the whole Carr debacle. Okay, is we look at what we know is going to be a successful quarterback. He needs to be this. He needs to have that. He needs to be this and that. And we go find that. Bill Parcells said it to one of his scouts. He says, I want my corners to be this tall, this fast, have arms this long, be able to jump this high. If you don't bring me that, you better walk on water. Okay, because if you make exceptions, you have a team full of exceptions. And the, and Josh McDaniels saw Derek Carr on the field and said, "You know what? We can't win with this guy. He's not the guy for us." So now, what he needs to do, him is going to do, is go find that guy that fits what he needs. Any better? Because that's what we need. Because we did. No one, no one should be we convinced that Josh McDaniels is the it, it guy. Was, look, man, you, you use this guy. You, you, you used a stripper analogy, right? Going on to ask a stripper out, asking Derek Carr to be the guy to lead us consistently to the to the playoffs and to potentially a Super Bowl. That's like asking out a a stripper on a date because the high, the the potential is there, the high is there, right? But it's never going to happen. They're going to make you feel like they like you. They're going to sit on your lap and tell you how cute and funny you are. But when the time comes down to say, okay, shit or get off the pot, it's never going to happen. And that's what finally we figured out after nine seasons and moved on. The exact same thing could be said about Josh McDaniels. However,
0: however bad cars done, McDaniels has done worse. Unless he's been in Belichick. I'm not, okay. If you want to
1: put it better or worse, fine. Just to make him worse Clear. and him the scapegoat, perfectly no, fine. He, is the, I don't he care. is the scapegoat. I don't care. He's done deal. I don't, that's fine. Okay. Now, I agree with you. Yes. Can Josh yes.
0: McDaniels overcome? That's what we care about, right? Can Josh McDaniels prove? That,
1: yes. That can, he can he get overcome, his guy in right? there? Can he get the right guy for his system for him to win? Can he get the guy? Because obviously, Carr wasn't, and Carr wasn't for a long time. We're some Raider news. Sure, why not? So I got some good news and some bad
0: news. What do you want first? Hit me with the bad news. I'm a bad news kind of guy. The Raiders have the most dead money hit in football. 29402499 Dead money. Money that's laying there in the streets, bleeding from their veins waiting for the coroner to come in and ship them to the morgue yeah. almost 30 mum 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 that is starting quarterback money
1: yeah that's just i mean that was uh right? it's the this is the last year of the littleton contract that's on there right yep um uh, and there's uh there's uh leatherwood on there yep uh and car yep and uh isn't joiner still on there too um, a lot of dead money. A lot of dead, dead money, man. Useless money. But the you know, news, what? it's not going to stay there. We're not going to stay at number one because other teams are going to cut guys and this and that, and it's 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 going to it's still going to fluctuate.
0: Yeah, but it can fluctuate, uh like our way as well, right? So it's you know, but that leads to the good news. We have the third most cap space of any team in football. The Bears have an outrageous ninety-four.
1: They have nobody signed to
0: million. They have a they have a rookie quarterback, a franchise rookie quarterback, and fuck all else, nothing. God damn! That was the entire cap. What? Twelve years ago? <laughs> Eleven years ago? That, that was your nuts. entire team.
1: That's that is in cap. Absolutely space. nuts.
0: Uh, and the Falcons have uh, about eight million more than us, fifty-six million in cap space. But the Raiders forty-eight over forty-eight million dollars in cap space now. We've got like four stars and nothing else, so that money's got to go places. But much like last season, um, Ziegler is got full cupboards to, to work with, right? Last season, ton of cap space, all the draft picks. Um, what are you going to do with it? Same thing this season. We're going to have more, more, uh, more draft picks this season than last season. Some, some, we get some. will probably get some fifth, sixth, seventh rounds uh, suppository picks coming up. Jesus. And then, uh, and four eight million dollars in cap
1: space. Yeah, it's, um, th- th- it's set up to really see what we have with these guys. Mm-hmm. It's set up that way. Okay, picks, we got them, money, we got it. You know, here's the blank canvas go out there and win. And it's not going to be easy because, you know, Sean Payton's with Denver. He might, it looks like he's going to hire Rex Ryan as his de- defensive coordinator, from what I hear. Um, you know, they already had a pretty stout defense and now you get Rex Ryan, a defensive genius. Um, you know, you have the Chargers and you have the, you know, defending champs up there and I'm not going to say their name, but it's like, you know, it's, that's, that's who we're competing with. That's the main competition we have is our division. And um, we got to go out there and we got to do some make, make. And that's why I think, uh, you know, it's big, big, big swings are there. To be had, and that's that's the studs and duds, man. We got to get the big time players out there. We got to get big time names and big time players with this with this money. We can't just with, get a um, bunch of freaking seat with, fillers.
0: With with Tom Brady retiring, it's really only Aaron Rodgers where there's a potential for the Raiders to dump a big chunk of that cap into one player, right? It's unless Aaron Rodgers comes, there's almost no other player. I feel that the Raiders are just like, all right, here's a four-year, $100 million deal, whatever, right? So for the longest time, I was thinking, fuck, we're going to have to spend a bunch of money on quarterback and just go really young on defense. Just dump all our draft picks into defense, try to go young, see what we can do. With this much cap space, and let's say we go with a rookie quarterback or a cheap Jared Stidham, we can make some big defensive moves with this money. Like, Yeah, it's definitely possible, that's man. A, that's a Pro it's Bowl definitely- right tackle. And a pro bowl linebacker and a solid corner just right
1: there. Look, man. So if we it's can a lot it. of money. It's a lot of money. And if, if, if if learned anything from the Patriots, the Patriots don't take dead cap. If they don't like you, they don't cut you. They'll fucking trade you before they'll cut you. Uh, I think their dead cap is like a million bucks or something like that. It's like nothing. Uh, so it's 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 a time now to to 1.4 million. Yeah, it's nothing, yeah. dude. That's they, they don't they, they, and that's how it is every year. They don't take dead cap on. No. They'll trade you for a fucking sack of beans uh with before they'll cut you. Um refried or pinto? Uh refried. I like refried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the same it's thing just, too. you know. But yeah, it's um the problem that we're having is we don't have difference makers on our team and the Rocky scenes and Anthony Averitt's and all those guys of the world aren't difference makers, you know, and you need to pay for that kind of, for that kind of production. Um, We paid an an aged, you know, Chandler Jones and people are saying, Oh, he played better than his stats and listen, that I, I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it. So um, we have the, the, the money. We have the money now to get guys going into their first big deal. We don't. We we, we don't want to get a, a guy like that's going into their second big deal. They're already older already. We don't need that. We need younger guys going into their first big deal. That's what we need.
0: Z- Ziegler has the resources to,
1: yeah, drastically improve this team. Ziegler has the resources to do what Gruden and Mayock couldn't always couldn't do.
0: And, and even uh even like McKenzie. Like I feel like, like like these guys had to pick up a lot of pieces from their pre- previous
1: regimes or oh, Gruden's case. Gruden fucking sent out a couple of really badass picks that McKenzie made. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's um
0: he's got the resources, cap space, money. Picks. It's there. It's there, right? Like like we said, like like we said, day one when when McDaniels got hired last season, it's like, okay, new GMs, new head coaches, they don't go to coverage this full like they need to they need to do something here right like there's they got the money they got the picks handful of pro bowlers
1: let's do something like let's do it boys like let's get to it's work time, it, yeah let's it's time. Work. they're not they, they, they ultimately you would like to be able to for stability purposes you would like to have like a 3 year window but you 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 normally when you get a a gm and a head coach coming in at the same time mm-hmm. you don't have like a Max Crosby and a Josh Jacobs and a Devontae Adams and a Darren Waller on your team. And, you know, even like a a Colton Miller on your team to start with. You maybe have a couple of those guys. You don't have, you know, five, six, seven of them. And um, that's why we need to go big game hunting, man. Big game hunting. We need to get the top of the top guys and then get roster fillers out there um, and hope nobody gets hurt. Have you seen the
0: Super Bowl odds? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, you have? Okay. So I was going to say, like, where do you think the Raiders land, but you've already seen it? Yeah. Not good. (laughs) Well, predictably so, right? I'm like a shocking number. No. You know, no big, you know, no shocker here. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Eagles, all up top. You got to go all the way down to the Raiders at 40 to 1 plus 4,000 to win the Super Bowl next season. I should just put a hundred on it.
1: Just, just, just cause
0: you taking it. Is that, is that I mean, a good number? Why not? why not? Yeah. I mean, you got, I mean, you got to take it as a Raider fan for the thrill of it, for the fun, right? Like a hundred dollars throughout the court. And this is why I always like, like, I'm not rich by any means, but when I do a fantasy football league, it's like, Hey guys, you want to do hundred, two hundred, five hundred? hundred, 200, 500. Like, Oh, that's too much money. It's like, dude, it's an, it's a 16 week bet. like, Whatever we're spending divide it by sixteen, that's how that's how big that's how much the bet is. It's it's a sixteen-week bet. So like we're gonna make this bet. Every, we're not gonna spend five hundred bucks on this league every single week, right? It's five hundred mm-hmm. bucks over the course of four months. Like it's worth it. Like same thing with same thing with futures. It's like oh man, I don't want to want to spend. Like it's you know it's a it's a big bet. You know it's it's bet over a long period of time. Have some fun with it.
1: It's the bet that keeps on giving all year.
0: Yeah. Yeah um so i well, saw I this on twitter this.
1: i was waiting for this
0: and uh for a few seconds it got me for a few seconds it got me
1: it Sports looked too, his head looked too round it was so too perfect
0: i'm showing. if you're on the podcast you can't see this but i'm showing a picture it's two photos of mark davis shaved head standing there not like posed pictures. It's kind of uh, you know, he's just like NFL honors or something like that. He does have the white belt on, so you know it's him. And Mark Davis, Mark Davis with a famous bull cut, shaved head. And for a second there, for a good a good minute or two, I
1: thought it was real. You zoomed in on it, you're like, uh well, what know. happened it, was I
0: saw it and I was like, okay, this has to be everywhere. And then I Googled Mark Davis new haircut and it didn't pop up anywhere else. So
1: yeah. Like, okay. It's, uh, it looks good. I mean, I I, I like the look, but it's it, his eyebrows are way too light. He, I mean, he looks like a cancer patient, dude. He
0: got no eyebrows. I mean, is that better than the alternative? <laughs> like, I don't know, is man. cancer patient better than like, this is how I look normally?
1: He looks like a thumb. He's got no neck. He's got that jowl in the front. He's got, he's just, I don't know. It is not a good look. Uh, how about this though? Better or worse than the bowl cut? I'll take the bowl cut over this. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, I think this looks better in general, but the bowl cuts legendary at this point, it'd be like clay Guida cutting his hair. It's, 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 it,
1: again, he looks like, he looks like a, like he's going to chemo. Like, I don't, I don't, Nothing against, no, and not to make like, light of it. I mean, my mom had cancer. I'm not making light of it. It's just what he looks like. He looks like he's been circumcised, and his head is the penis. Yeah, he looks like he's got a dick face. Yeah. Um, this actually
0: got Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen did a segment on a show. Did he? Thinking it, thinking it was real. Yeah. Prop, props to SportsGossip.com for uh, oh, pulling the troll job.
1: That's a clean look. Yeah.
0: This is uh, th- this is this is kind of a slap in the face if it actually happens. I feel like Mark and I feel like Mark Davis is kind of all about it, you know? Like I think he knows people make fun of his haircut. He's a billionaire. Like, what does he give a fuck? Right? Like, you saw the Instagram model that he was sitting with in the owner's oh, booth. God, this season. She like, does not care. She doesn't care. Come on. You're in Vegas. What's that line from Office Space? He's like, if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? It was like two girls two at the same time.
1: Two chicks, like, man. I've always wanted two chicks. <laughs>
0: I think again. And what he, the best part is what he said after that, he's like, I think chicks that would that would double team. A guy like me would dig a guy with money
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That was a, that was a good fucking movie.
0: Great line. And it was Ryan styles as the, uh, <laughs> from whose line is it anyway?
1: As yeah, the dude. So funny. Uh,
0: so new game. I, uh, unbeknownst to, to you, like this is, we've been, we've known each other so long that our brains merge without us knowing it. I played this game on my serious XM show once a month and you had this schedule to do it with Sanji last week just kind of ran out of time yeah um that we so we both independently came to the same segment we're going to play a game called fuck Mary, kill with raiders free agents so players that were on the raiders roster this season and they're currently free agents coming up next season and i'm very curious where you're going to go with this so we're going to do we're going to do four groups of 3 and you have to fuck one, you have to marry one,
1: and you have to kill one. Okay? You ready? Okay, so everyone knows marry means a longer-term contract. Fuck him means a shorter-term contract. It's whatever you want it to Kill him is the fuck you out. You could
0: straight up want to fuck Denzel Perryman if you want to. We're not putting rules on it, okay? Just do yep. whatever you want. Fuck, marry, kill. First one. Josh Jacobs, Jarrett Stidham, Denzel Perryman. Josh Jacobs, Jared Stidham, Denzel <laughs> Perryman. Do you want to go first or second?
1: Uh, you can go first. Okay. I
0: would definitely marry Jared Stidham because when you marry, I feel like, all right, you go with the safe choice. You go with the cheap choice. She's going to like, all right, you're not trying to, you're not marrying a 23 year old with mm. fake tits. It's going to, you know, make, you know, former stripper. You're like, all right, let's go with the safe choice. Right. Let's marry Jared Stidham. Yep. Uh, Denzel Perryman you fuck him you fuck Denzel Perryman one because I feel like he's the biggest pimp on the Raiders roster so just kind of just goes with the vibe okay and then three I think you kill Josh Jacobs and it pains me to say it because you have to kill one of them only because he's gonna be getting 10 million dollars next season at the peak of his career and I feel like we could get some good shit for him in a trade I, 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 I'm fighting like ugh, I don't want to lose him. I love him. Bro, look that much money for a running back. Is it the peak of his value?
1: Oh, fuck we up. fucked I'm up sorry. last year. We fucked, we fucked up last year drafting two running backs that didn't do shit. Running backs this season, they are a lot of fucking badass running backs available in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a little bit different. Um I would I would fuck Jared Stidham out of these threes. That's the one guy I would give a longer term contract to. It would
0: also make it better too if like Jared Stidham's wife's in the room. Oh god, she's watching. so hot watching.
1: I'll Jared, do you did really Stim. well for yourself. No, 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 disrespect. Well done, here. Jared. Well, well, done. well done. He's
0: probably got a really good game. Like he'd probably be able to seduce you pretty well, considering what he's pulling. Bro, you, Those you know, Southern I mean. guys don't need
1: games sometimes, man. I know this, a lot of that the draw. These, that those southern good old draw. boys, man. Those, he's a freaking six out, foot three out, rocket arm. Boy, you know, he's an Auburn undeal. kid. Yeah. Uh, I would marry Josh Jacobs. Cause we, I could say we can franchise tag him, you know, and give a short, we can franchise have him twice and we can get the best years of his career and then, you know, move on. And out of these three, I think Denzel Perriman is like would be the least uh, vital to the team. I think he's a really good player. I don't know that he necessarily fits. He got better in pass coverage um, because he was positioned. It wasn't like he read something and he got those two interceptions. It was like he was positioned there and they, and they was throwing the ball. Yep.
0: All right, next group. Fuck Mary Kill, Clayland Farrell, Matt Collins, Brandon Parker. Are you still calling him Claylin? I will Cleland. to the end. I've already gone this far. Oh, I've been at four. I've been at four years.
1: I'm going to keep going.
0: God, I went first man, last time. You go this first this
1: time. Oh, this is going to be tough, man. This is a tough one because I, I would probably want to fuck the most productive player, but mm-hmm. he would be so expensive for what we can get to replace him. Yeah. I think We can. We can keep Cleland Farrell for quite cheap um uh, and have him be a rotational, and pay him like a rotational defensive lineman so i would probably fuck Cleland Farrell um marry i would marry Matt Collins you know yep. i'm not, i'm sorry marry Cleveland Farrell was his long term yep. fuck Matt Collins was a sh- more of a short term deal and kill brandon parker
0: i got almost exactly i got basically the exact i, I got the exact same thing <laughs> well basically Farrell's uh he's like someone you settle down with as a safe choice you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's like all right i don't want to spend a lot of money what's the old phrase like if you want to be happy for the rest of your life you better make an ugly woman your wife that'd be feral yeah uh, i would fuck matt collins for the same reason like i'm not gonna keep him so let me just like get my dick wet and get out right mm-hmm. And I'd murder Brandon Parker just so we can stop trying to decide if he's our starter. Like then We can stop stealing money from us. Right? It's like, please. Like, like he was our starter. And he's so stop bad. He was a right, right tackle. I was like, can I just, I know it's bad football management. When you have a bunch of bad right tackles, you want as many as you can. Play the hot hand. Who's the best guy? Like, you don't want to lose right tackles when you don't have a right tackle. But I'm throwing all that out the window. I'm just saying, like, let's just kill him so we can get over with. Yeah. It's Not just kill him. On. Public execution. Let's hang him in the courtyard and get it over with so we can move on. Move on. Yeah, I agree. Uh, last one. Foster Moreau, Rocky Jacob Johnson. Foster Moreau, Rocky Jacob Jakob Johnson. Um, I'll go first this time. Sure. I would fuck Foster Morrow. Um, I'm tempted to marry him, but I don't want to take his last name because everyone gets it wrong. So I'll just go with like, all right, let's just fuck him. I would marry Jacob Johnson just because everyone says he's just like the best team player, a guy you want around. Like if you're going to marry somebody, like you got another 40, 50, 60 years with them,
1: right? Hey man, he was the lead blocker for the leading fucking rusher in the NFL. There you go. Doing something right,
0: so like that's someone you know. I want to be able to stand you when I'm 64, right? And I think Jacob could be that guy. And then uh, just kill Rock a Like he's small. He's the smallest one out of all of them. He'd be the easiest one to kill. You know, like I don't want back. I don't want shrapnel. You know what I mean? Give me an e- give me an easy, clean kill, and that's rock.
1: Um, I'm, I'm a little bit different. I I, I am going to marry Jacob because he's a highly productive, inexpensive player. You guys should have some really big athletic kids too. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Thick ass fucking thighs. Okay. I would, uh, I would fuck Rocky a scene. Yeah. Um, because he is a starting caliber, although a little bit on the lower end, but he's, you know, a, a decent starting caliber corner, which are, you know, at a premium in the NFL. Yep, you want to have that position. You wouldn't give him big money for a long term, but a shorter term deal. Yeah, that's fine. Foster Morrow, I like the kid. I think that he's shown flashes, but again, uh, it's we 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 can't bank on something we haven't seen, and we haven't seen the consistency from Foster Morrow when um when uh, Waller went out the last couple of years and missed time, foster morrow didn't step up and have crazy numbers uh especially uh two years ago not this last season but we didn't have Devonte adams two years ago and that was his time to step up and show what he can do and he kind of disappeared man and uh you know we, we use that word that's like really like you hate this you hate to use it and you hate to hear it if it's used on you but um it's um what the fuck word am i looking for
0: I don't know. You oh, got, got, talking about uh fucking rock. You see, and you lost your train. No, of no, no, it's,
1: it was, uh, it's, um... God, what's that word? Oh my God. My brain. It's uh. Can you buy a vowel. Yes. It's, um, Oh my God. It's like the promise of the future. What is that? What is that word? Oh my God. I'm drawing a blank right now. Potential. God damn. <laughs> it's a big word. It's a big word. Big no, word. I was like, I, I knew it started with a P. Uh, but yeah, it's like, you, you don't give a long, a big, huge contract for potential Yeah, and you need to see consistency to do that. There's too many players out in the NFL. There's too many guys out there to, to give a, 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 a inconsistent player, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, potential is what, what the, what's that potential is French for you ain't done shit yet. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what we did before for a lot of years, nine to be exact. And I don't think we need to do it at any position. Show that you're consistent and we can give you the big money. And and that's pretty much it. And I I think there's a lot of young players in the mold of Foster Morrow who would be younger and cheaper. That's Tight end is sneaky deep in this draft because there are a lot of really good tight ends in college football now because Mm -hmm. that's where it's going. You know, uh, a lot of – it's it's being flipped a lot before it was okay if you're a tight end that is uh you know a little bit faster or more athletic we'll just make you a wide receiver uh, a taller wide receiver right or if you're a big white guy and, and and you can block a little bit we'll add some weight on you and make you a tackle now you don't have to now you stay at the that athletic type tight end and there's a lot out there the
0: rpos are making the tight end in college so big huge so big like the RPOs are like it's it, they're they're sneaky changing the rosters of college football. It's changing in a way that's the game, dude. The NFL in a lot it's of ways. It's changing right? the fucking game. Ready to do some? What up, winbacks? Years sir. All right, Robert Devilla, 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 Devilla. Hard rebuild. No matter what, we need to beat Kansas City next year. So those are two conflicting statements. Yeah, that's the opposite. <laughs> um. So every. Every like two months or so, Soto, I add this into What Up Winback it's a constant... I feel like we need to remind everybody exactly what what a rebuild is, right? A rebuild isn't just getting better, right? Every team is trying to get better. Better, younger players, cheaper players, less expensive players, improving. Every team's doing that. It's not a rebuild. A rebuild is very strictly getting rid of good... Older, expensive players and investing in the future. Okay. Getting rid of old shitty players isn't rebuilding. It's just how you do a team. Drafting good young players isn't rebuilding. It's just how you do a team. Yeah, it's what everyone does. A rebuild is, okay, um, our linebacker made the Pro Bowl last season, but he's on an $80 million contract. We can get some good trade value for him. We're going to move on. A re uh, like the Raiders don't have a roster to re that it's rebuildable. We don't have any old good players. It's literally the only guys that even semi-fit the mold are Darren Waller and Devontae Adams. They're the only guys in their 30s that anyone would want, right? All our good guys are in their mid 20s. All uh, the really no, good guys are in their mid 20s want to Ren- rebuild
1: around. Renfro's making money. Uh Max Crosby's making money, but you wouldn't do you wouldn't do that. But those are guys you don't want to trade, right? Like those, like if you're rebuilding, you want
0: Max Crosby on your team. I you mean, want look. a young, awesome guy to rebuild around. You want to get rid of the older, like literally the only guy that you could have gotten rid of for a rebuild is Derek Carr. He's the only guy where it's like, okay, proven commodity, older veteran, expensive. Let's move on and, and get something else. There's there's really no one else on the roster that fits
1: that. Yeah. Um if we were to rebuild, it would be getting rid of Waller's contract. Because, look, okay, perfect example of a rebuild is the Bears, right? Knicks got traded. Uh, um, what do you call it? Um, Mac was traded. Um, they didn't want to pay Roquan Smith. He got traded. It, uh, they, they didn't sign Jeffrey back. Like all the big money. He got a quarterback on over- a rookie contract. Yeah. Ever since the ever yeah. since the Trubitsky thing, ever since Trubitsky walked, they were they were planning for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's why they traded up last year. Um to get um what's his face? My am i my fucking for names, my words today. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. So that th- that this is a rebuild when you strip all your freaking money, all those high price players, you strip it away and you start from, from zero. That's a rebuild. This is just what normal teams do is, I mean, me, I mean, say for, you know, getting rid of your starting quarterback, but if you're not sold on them, then you yeah, you do move on whether one way or the other trade cut, whatever. Don't be fine.
0: If, if Ziegler tries to rebuild this season after signing Chandler Jones, signing Devonte Adams, extending Renfro, extending Waller, extending Crosby, he should never get a job in the NFL ever again. Yeah, like, It is the least, it is just not a rebuildable roster, right? It's just not built that way. And it's not, that's not a good thing or a bad thing, right? It's, it's just like, it's just all it's our good guys are. are
1: young pretty much. It's where you are right now. And um, like we said, he has an opportunity to, to really turn this around, but you got to hit, you got to hit on the majority of your draft picks right now. We have what? 11 draft picks right now. We have to hit on seven, eight of those. Those have to be be big contributors to our team next year. You have to hit in free agency. You have to hit at that same 70-ish percent clip because you can't have these dead dead roster guys just dragging you down. You you have you can't have another Chandler Jones happen. Should we call Chandler Jones the Walking Dead? Walking Dude, dead I remember a long time ago, I was watching a um jose reyes the baseball player he got hurt and he was trying to come back and when he was running his his hurt leg his knee wouldn't get as high as the other one when he ran and that's like a, a telltale sign that hey you know what it's not it's like get my terrier <laughs> right <laughs> knees are so bad the back but leg, that's yeah. but that's that's like okay when someone's getting older their knees don't get up like when they run it's like they they're, they're a lot lower i watched that chandler jones touchdown when he picked up that ball he was dragging his feet dude his knees did not get up he did not look at really that athletic running into the end zone well it's
0: because he got a stud like mac jones trying to tackle him so you know you're gonna <laughs> what the what a boy <laughs> victor anguiano and Anguiano. i don't know why people keep saying that aaron Rodgers is worth multiple first round picks People seem to forget that even Brett Favre, when traded to the Jets, was traded for a fourth rounder. The highest pick he should go for is a third. So Brett Favre wasn't coming off of two of the last three seasons being NFL MVP. One, in that situation. Um, but I do generally get what Victor's saying. The actual value for Aaron Rodgers, when he can retire at any time, you're going to owe him like $100 million. He's going to be abrasive with everyone he plays with. That all is a factor. But he's Aaron fucking Rodgers. Like the results of this game are undeniable. He is coming off the worst season of you know a long time of his career. I know the worst of his career, but a pretty rough season for him. But he's still Aaron Rodgers in a league where you almost you almost have to have a top Seven quarterback to win the Super Bowl. It's very rare for you to be able to win the Super Bowl with someone that's not like top
1: seven, top, top eight. guy. Yeah. He's still a top guy. He's still a top five guy. Now, he's not, he's a lot closer to five than he is to one. But I'll tell you something right now. Uh, I think he's a lot closer to one than he is to six. I think there is a. Is he? A, I think so. Is he? I think he still is. Yeah.
0: Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, Herbert, put
1: Trevor Lawrence above him. Mm. Man, look, look, look at uh look at. Am I the putting Hertz too high? No, I think Hertz is up there. Yeah. Okay. If you look at um, Josh Allen. If you look at yeah, Josh Allen's up there too, but if you look at the numbers to end the season, and everyone's so high on Trevor Lawrence, you look at Aaron Rodgers' numbers to end the season. They're pretty pretty similar. It's just he had that rough start where he had a lot of rookies. His defense did not play as well as it had in the past, and he was just getting used to new things and new new players. And he's used to people being in certain places. And he got better as he got more more comfortable with with the, his teammates. Uh, I think I still think he has it, man. I still think he has it. I don't want a drug addict like Aaron Rodgers around. Uh...
0: Devonte oh, against, against our guys, you know what I mean. Uh, with Max Crosby and Darren Waller, no, he's he's a drug addict. He'd be a bad influence on I don't our sober guys. A drug addict, but <laughs>
1: I think there's a lot of players on this team that do a lot more drugs. <laughs> I know,
0: right? His his once a year ayahuasca trip is yeah. probably less damaging than how much I'm going to drink tonight. For sure. Last one, Rich Vitale. You guys are so blind. The Raiders are the most dysfunctional franchise in the NFL. Now, I initially I just kind of brushed this off. It's just like all right, shit talking. But it pains me to say it. Are there three more dysfunctional teams in the NFL than the Raiders have proven to me? Five? Houston? Yeah, you Houston. You've got uh potentially uh Washington.
1: Washington's pretty bad. Dude, the Colts are pretty bad, dude.
0: But this, but this okay, so we can have so there's all that. Where the Raiders thrive in their dysfunction is that they hit every note. Haven't won a playoff game, tons of turnover, terrible draft picks, front office, constant turnover and a mess. The the drama that happened with Ruggs, with Gruden. Like there's teams that draft worse. There's teams with worst owners. There's teams with more drama, but the Raiders have
1: everything, every, every
0: note you can play that says like, all right, what's the sign of dysfunction. The Raiders have now the Raiders have been able to thrive in the dysfunction. Like last season went to the playoffs with a, a backup head coach and a, and a starting wide receiver going to jail and like all the shit that happened last season. Like we've been able to thrive in the dysfunction at times. But the dysfunction is always present in one way or another.
1: Yeah, it's definitely we're used to the chaos yeah. for sure.
0: All right. Well, that's it for us. Um, really good show. I feel like we're finding our off-season stroke here. We'll start mixing in more guests, like we mentioned, playing some games. Um, and We're all just kind of waiting to see where all the chips fall. QB1, who's it going to be? But until then, Knock on if you're with me!